Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Chino Liao, and Rowan A.S.H. checking in on an audio-only picks of the week episode. It is episode number 599. One to go before the big 600th episode, which is happening um, right uh, smack in the middle of the week during the live stream So if you want to celebrate with us We're actually planning to celebrate with the people Live on Facebook and on YouTube At 7pm this Thursday So just look for us It is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast On Facebook and on YouTube uh, We haven't heard from from both of you guys in a while So it's kind of weird Because you're uh, returning on this episode yes. So give us a status yung mga, update The regulars are not I mean, right. Ronnie Rowan ang nandito tonight uh, for this recording, yeah. which is, uh, yeah, as you have acknowledged, very, very weird. But we're here. We're all wrestling up <laughs> to talk about the past two weeks of, of wrestling coverage because we didn't do a picture of the week last week. So, yeah, actually, bumawi kami at the end of the live stream last week. We did a uh, we did an audio only part, and then that's where we squeezed in new picks of the ah, week. Okay. So we don't have so much to get to. We just have the last week naman talaga of, of coverage. So okay. sakto lang, sakto lang for everything that we need to cover tonight. Uh, let's get an update from Rowan Ash here. Ah, uh, yeah. So school's done. Uh, I got I got burnt out, so I, I took a break for a week and abandoned this week. Laban ulit with what? I I thought school was out. Uh no, laban ulit like here joining the pod. Ah, all right, all right. So, uh, it's been a lengthy absence for one Rowan Ash. So let's hope that Rowan doesn't drop the ball here, unlike okay. uh, Grayson Allen of the Bucks, which Ooh. Rowan doesn't get because he doesn't watch basketball. Yeah, That's like that's a partner right there. Oh, at least cooperative hero, right? Yes. 
All right, uh, let's get to our picks of the week. And I'm going to start with mine, which is from last week's Raw. We're recording this on Monday night, by the way. So right after Forbidden Door. Um, I'm going to be talking about this recurring gag that went throughout uh, last week's episode of Monday Night Raw, which was um, WWE basically acknowledging Kevin Owens' sudden impulsiveness. Like, Shortly after WrestleMania, napansin natin na medyo naging hothead si KO. Like, more than usual, he would start speaking really quickly whenever he'd get riled up. He'd be agitated over the simplest things and then he'd just challenge whomever, <laughs> whether it was Imperium or Gunther himself or Sinaman backstage to a fight or he'd just march into the ring. And it was kind of weird, but it was also good in a way because it at least gives the babyface team a nice little wrinkle diba? now that Sammy and KO are friends again. And it was one of those rare moments where see, KO himself was not the most self-aware person. Like, Sammy was the one who had to rein him in and say, nah, wait lang, bro, you're the one making all of these decisions without consulting me. You're the one looking for a fight here. So it gives them something to chew on uh, before they actually get into a tag team championship feud, which I guess in previous regimes of, of creative, diba, uh, yun yung sakete. Like, when a babyface or a babyface team becomes a champion, they're just twiddling their thumbs until the next heel challenger comes along. But at least with this little character tick in KO, it gives KO and Sammy something to work with. So that's what I liked about this. Ikaw, Rowan, did you get to notice this on Raw? Yeah, I've noticed it a lot. Uh, I've always been a Kevin Owens fan. Pero it's pretty weird that I dislike KO because of this. Like, lagi siyang galit. Parang galing, galit sa mundo. He yells a lot recently. I, I know it's part of his character naman eh. Pero... Whenever that happens on Raw, parang I roll my eyes and just do something else that would be like magpapakabisi ako saglit until the segment is done. Pero a scene from last week's Raw uh, and it being addressed on TV, I think it's interesting because it's pretty much a story now. And yeah. it's, the backstage segment is funny as well. And since I find it interesting, maybe... So so I think it will continue next week malamang. So ang mangyayari niyan maybe KO will enter anger management sessions and then he might meet Dr. Shelby. I don't know. Do we really want Dr. Shelby back? Come on. Ah. <laughs> Let me ask you this Rowan, why do you have a problem with KO being this impulsive hothead? You know, it's weird kasi parang hindi naman siya ganun noon. I know he gets mad. Pero parang it's just weird na he turned into this character because of the bloodline storyline. That's the way I see it. Bakit niya no PTSD niya? Yeah, m- must be. Yeah, yeah. Or does it ano, does it remind you of someone in your life na ganun din? No, no, no wala naman, pero it's just weird na bakit lagi niyang ginagawa to on Raw every week. Parang it's sticking, and, and right? just, it's a stick. It's a stick. No. Yeah, yeah, ngayon niya lang ngay- ngayon lang ano, in-address kumbaga. It, it's it's his Adam Sandler era. Yeah, true. <laughs> right? Like, if you watch 90s Adam Sandler, early 2000s Adam Sandler, like, he would uh, get all in your face and just start screaming and yelling because he's already Uh-oh. I, I noticed Na- that too. It's <laughs> yung thing that he gets mad at, like the Imperium uh, bit that he did. But he got it because they didn't follow the rules. Quote-unquote. They didn't follow the rules. They got it. It's a very smarty thing. And from... From a wrestling stat, wrestling watcher standpoint and a comedy fan standpoint, ang galing lang nung meta narrative na nagalit siya because of un of because of an unwritten rule. And 
it's also a new wrinkle in his character because a lot of the times pag nakakakita tayo ng wrestling na comedy, it's always pakengkoy, slapstick. This isn't like that. It's very intellectual to a certain point. So I appreciate that. I appreciate them, you know, exercising their creative muscles a little bit more. Diba? Para lang mapakita nila na you can be funny and also be taken seriously at the same time. Yeah. I, sorry. I just realized why I find this weird. Go. It's because Kevin Owens is a baby face and Parang ang weird lang na nagagalit siya lagi. Bakit? Bawal ba magalit yung baby face? No, 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 yeah. no. Anger is pwede a human naman. emotion role. No, no, pwede naman. Pero like, all throughout his run kasi, heal siya and it's very natural for him to be mad. Pero for a baby face, parang rare lang magalit. Parang, really? I don't like, think so. Like, John Cena got mad a lot. Yeah, pero for the most part, parang, I mean, during the PG era, for the most part, parang nagpatawarin siya because, you know, they're catering, catering the kids. No, you don't have to not be angry to cater to yeah. kids. Like, John Cena got angry when someone was coming for him for whatever reason. That doesn't make him any less of a good guy. That's fair. But yeah, I think that's the way I see it. Kaya parang nabi-weirdoan ako sa uh, character development ni Kevin Owens kayo. I think if anything, da- dapat lang nila ipa- I mean, I-, I know this is in Sesame Street, but like, if anything, that pakita nila na kaya magalit ng baby face because it's a human emotion, di ba? Hindi naman, yeah. hindi naman santo yan eh. Yeah. So, rin yan eh. Hey, you oh. know who was a baby face who was angry literally all the time? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Although, right? to be fair, you, you, that also resulted in little kids flipping people off randomly. So, apparently. <laughs> so, or is your then. issue, Rowan, the fact that <laughs> KO should be setting a good example and controlling his anger? And or I think Rowan froze. No, no, no. You, you froze there. Uh, so I was asking before you froze, is your issue the fact that uh, you feel like KO doesn't set a good example by being angry all the time? Because he's baby face. Siya. Partly, yeah. And I don't know. Because he's just when he yells. Oh, that's why Sammy's there. That's why he's there to reel him in. He's, he's, he's your voice. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm glad that when Sammy was made aware of this, Parang he talked to Kevin Owens about it. Gave him the real talk, kumbaga. Yeah, Sammy's being his Jiminy Cricket. So that's... Mag- uh, maganda din to, like, sorry, cut you off here. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, just because you mentioned it. Yung dynamic nilang dalawa in this scenario reminds me a lot of the Edge and, uh, Edge and Christian um, awesome dudes uh, era nila. The, just, not just because of the power of friendship and all that, but also because of how somebody's just a little bit more absurd than the other and there's always a straight man out of the both of them diba? same goes for DX diba? Shawn Michaels and Triple H laging yung isa nang gagago yung isa seryoso so it's always a nice wrinkle in a dynamic in a duo diba? now they're able to you know play off the comedy a little bit more if there's somebody among the two of them that takes it a little bit more seriously yeah, so that's character work for you, Rowan. Uh, it's also a peek into what makes comedy fun when you're working with a duo. But there's the guy who goes off the rails and then there's a straight man, in which case, uh, Sammy is the straight man to Kevin's off-the-rails character. Good, good job, bad job. Yeah, oh, parang ganun. And mas nakakatawa din isipin because you'd think out of the both of them, si Sammy yung baliw, diba? <laughs> yeah, especially recently. Yeah, diba? yeah, yeah. With his fanaticism that he's exhibited. So, 
It's just a nice wrinkle. I, just, I like this evolution. Diba? They're so showing that Kevin Owens can play comedy. They're showing that he can play serious, can play a badass. And it's just, it just goes to show his depth. And it doesn't make them any less of a babyface. All right, moving on. Let's go to Rose Pick of the Week, which I also enjoyed myself. This was from this past week's NXT where we got to see Von Wagner's origin story. So we kind of touched on this on last week's um, live stream and how mature this this story has been treated. Yung tipong, it's about therapy and it's about yung mental health ni Von Wagner and him opening up and how nouna napaka-resistant niya towards Mr. Stone and how eventually he was able to admit to himself and to Mr. Stone na, yeah, Mr. Stone is the only person he could trust. So he confided in him and actually explained yung uh, meaning ng picture. And that makes Roe want to root for Von Wagner because uh, ever since he debuted, Roe was already pulling for the guy. But uh, the lack of personality was kind of holding him back. So uh, it, it's nice now we've taken this first step into really fleshing out the Von Wagner character. Uh, Roe also likes the fact that the art of storytelling isn't dead as we're seeing through this uh, story that stretched through months at this point. Especially on NXT where you can really see a lot of the effort they're putting into it. And it's great to have any character, much less a big dude like Von Wagner, uh, talk about this stuff and really introduce himself more to fans. Uh, so must invest into his character. So it's, it's really good, very well done all around. And um, while I'm not the biggest Von Wagner fan, I am a huge fan of Mr. Stone because of his appearance on The Amazing Race uh, almost a decade ago. Um, so I'm, I'm rooting for the two of them here to really latch onto this and to make this work. And so far from what we're seeing over the last couple of months, uh, they're, they're really onto something here. I am also not the biggest uh, Von Wagner fan. When they compared him to a younger Edge, I never saw it like at all. Because just like Roe, there was a lack of personality that seemed to handicap him a lot. I mean, he's one hell of an athlete, but the, so are the other guys who can do the character work a little bit better. However, I will agree that this new storyline does add a little bit more depth into Von Wagner. But maybe this might be that edge that he needs to make it as a unique uh, selling point for the NXT roster or for any roster that he ends up being a part of. Because sign your package, yeah, but the WWE has been known to hire all these guys who look good, who act well in the ring, but don't have the charisma or the story to hang by. Maybe this is that story that Von Wagner needs to step out of his um, quote-unquote shell. Yeah, uh, they even low-key acknowledged na wrestler yung tatay niya, that he had to go and travel to pay for his medical bills. So it really made everything relatable, niba. Uh, Igor Rowan, I know that you and I share a history of having been bullied growing up. So did this uh, speak to you? Because Von Wagner touched on him being bullied as a child because of those scars. Yeah, so looking at Von Wagner, first of all, like, do you may expect sa kanya na he has some soft side or like, ano, like the story niya, it's heartwarming and tear-jerking and uh parang misunderstood pala siya all all his all his life um i like the story uh um revealed so much things uh about the things that he went through and relatable talaga siya nga kasi nga uh, as a, as a bully victim by myself like parang parang May origin story na parang ah kaya pala naging ganto yung tao. Pero of course, I'm not going to be like uh going to be like a monster or something. I'm not going to be someone just because I got bullied. 
Pero itong Von Wagner origin story talaga, it made me want to tune into NXT next week. Kasi I only rarely watch NXT. Yeah, that should change. But, you know, you're a student, yeah. so you get a bit of a pass, not an entire pass. Because yeah. you're on the podcast, you still have to watch NXT. And we're, we're giving you so many reasons to watch NXT. If you're a listener of the pod, like uh, one of our patrons who shall remain unnamed, NXT is the shit. It is really good. Go watch it. It's worth your time. This is also why China's pick is from the same episode of NXT. Yes, from last week's NXT is the main event with Seth freaking Rollins defending the World uh, Heavyweight Championship against Braun Breaker. It was one hell of a litmus test. For young Mr. Breaker here. Uh say they had to put if they had to put him against anybody, put him against the top guy. So sorry, Roman, but it's Seth right now. Seth Rollins going back to NXT. This is nice, it's just a nice way to wrap up his NXT run from all the way back in the day. How many ever however many years ago that was? Because it's full circle for him. You mga vignettes niya with the new guys. They're about giving Nathan Frazier a bit of advice. His quote unquote face off with uh, Carmelo Hayes. Maganda din yung mga touches na ginawa nila with that. And the way they treated this match, they really made Braun Breaker look legitimate here. Seth did a good job setting hurt kasi because of the match that he had with Finn the night before. He also made Braun Breaker look really, really good and really, really legitimate to the point that I think he really is ready for the main roster. They should call him up. They should cast him as a heel because this character that he has going for him right now, I can bite a lot better than face rainbow tights wearing broad breaker. I'm sorry. So that's why I picked this match. Yeah, uh, you said na, uh see Braun Breaker... Um, he's ready for a call-up. Did you think that prior to this match, he wasn't ready yet? I, I think he was, pero if it was a choice between that Braun Breaker and this Braun Breaker, I would pick this Braun Breaker a lot more. Mm-hmm. Igor Rowan, what did you think of this one? Since you uh, don't get to watch NXT as much as the rest of us. You know, same thoughts lang just like Chino, pero what I like about this match is that a main roster championship is in NXT and it was defended, and that rarely happens, diba. And parang dating al ang mga dine defend lang is mid card titles like US and IC. Pero the world heavyweight title never, a world title from the main roster was never defended over on NXT. Right. Uh, it was a so uh, it was a solid twenty minute match, and both men gave importance. Uh, and parang dine nila yung championship is like a work working. Uh, workhorse, workhorse title, yeah, yeah, parang ganun. workhorse title. Uh, they defined it like that, but I mean, it's a world title, na talaga. Pero, you know, they gave so much importance to it, and not only that, uh, parang napansin ko nga din that this match also determined that Braun Breaker is ready for the main roster. Matagal ko nang gusto mag main roster si ano eh, Braun Breaker, pero ito na yung parang, yep. He needs to go away from NXT. Yeah, so uh, you think that the Dom Toretto era of, of Braun Breaker is the guy that should be on the main roster? I I don't watch Fast and Furious. So. <laughs> I mean, he looks like Dom Toretto with hair at this point, right? He's got uh, the black tank yeah, top. No, no, he's got I, the I, 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 gold I necklace. Gets, gets good one. I just... I kid. Like, yeah, no, totally. I agree that this is bad. Because the rate, the pelit sa kanya, yung, 
Rainbow Tights era Crowdbreaker? Like, I know he's trying to pay homage to his father here, but how does that really differentiate him from his family shadow other than being a Steiner? Kahit sabihin mong hindi Steiner yung in-ring name niya, they still keep saying it on commentary. Oh, he's the son of, of Rick Steiner. He's the nephew of, of Big Papa Pump, diba? So, parang dun pa rin siya shadow dun, diba? But now that we've established that Braun can actually go, he can stand on his own, diba? Without having to rely so heavily on the Steiner name, diba? Even if, yes, it is a ripoff of Vin Diesel, at least it's his own character now. Yeah. Uh, so that's something that um, you know we appreciate about Braun Breaker, especially since for a while, but he seemed to get stagnant even with the NXT Championship on his shoulder. So it's a good thing that uh, he's uh, he he turned heel and that we're getting to see a different side of Braun Breaker. So that main roster call up is probably coming sooner than later. Tina natin what happens, especially after the uh, next two PLEs on WWE schedule. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, our last two picks of the week, there's one for uh, from Rowan and one from Emil. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts right here on Podcast Network Asia. Let's go to Rowan for his pick of the week. All right. So my pick uh, will be from SmackDown last Friday. It's uh, the unified WWE Women's Tag Team title match between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Uh, versus Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. So, this episode of SmackDown, nagustuhan ko siya in general. Kasi, there's no bloodline segment that would last for like 15 minutes. Which means, every single match would last longer. So, this particular match, uh, yung tag team match na to, was 10 minutes long. And I love it. But at the same time, I was also expecting that match to be like 5 minutes short. Like a bit shorter. Kasi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler... Uh, are involved in the match and usually ganun naman talaga ang length when they are involved but this is actually fine na 10 minutes long kasi parang pinakilala rin sa atin who Isla Dawn and Alba Fire is it's like their second match uh, in the main roster or third I don't know I lost count but yeah that's kind of your fault for not following them on NXT <laughs> but yeah uh, I regret not following them over on NXT UK and uh, NXT US kaya I'm really impressed and it's a great introduction for them and maybe they will get a rematch but first uh Liv and Raquel will be on the uh on the line. Yeah yeah uh Liv and Raquel are first because they are still owed that rematch for the championships that they forfeited. Uh let me ask you this Rowan what do you think of the women's tag team championships being unified because but they only gave uh, they only introduced the women's tag titles in 2019 and then the NXT counterpart uh, some two years ago. So when the NXT counterpart didn't really last very long. I'm happy that it was unified because it was really pointless that NXT had their own women's tag titles just because of that screwy finish in that Nia Jax uh, and Shayna Baszler match. Uh, I believe their opponent was uh, Dakota and Raquel. No? Uh, just because of that, they just have their own titles, which is weird. Because the purpose of the women's tag titles is to float in every brand. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK. But like, this, this is fine. Talaga. I, I, I'm, I'm, for, I'm in for it. And parang sa NXT nga daw, according to Sean Rossap, wala nang tag team. Or probably there is, pero konti na lang. Pero even if konti, it, 
it's the women's tag team WWE women's tag team title na the yung pwede nilang i-challenge not the NXT kind of pointless that it exists so yeah you made a good point there na uh w- when you pointed out the SRS said na parang walang women's tag teams the only one i could think of are the girls from the metaphor Lash Legend and Miss Jackson sila lang oh yeah oh, K&K, the call up to it yeah so I I guess it makes sense when you think uh, when you put it that way as opposed to the men's division where they do have a lot of tag teams um, in NXT alone. Igao Chino, what do you think of the unification here? I like it. Uh, I with Rowan here. I think it became one of those titles. It was just there. You know, it was just there. Uh, and then we didn't really use it to elevate a lot of people, especially when they put it on two established vets like Isla and Alba. Um, I kind of thought I had a feeling, and this made me wishful thinking on my end that they would retain against Ronda and and Sh- Shayna because they are headed to uh London for money in the bank. Pero may time pa naman sila to maybe I don't know throw those titles back their way or maybe even put them in a different feud. Or make it a three-way, the Because yung NXT UK representation is going to be very much present uh, on their way to uh, the United Kingdom in a few weeks. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. You look at the card on SmackDown and then Money in the Bank. There are a lot of um, WWE stars from the UK who will be on both shows. So that's a great point as well. Uh, what do you think of the Unholy Union, though? Ito, kaka-introduce pa lang sa kanila, di ba? And... Uh, sabi mga Rowan, it's their first or second match on SmackDown. And then yun na, wala na silang championships. I'm going to start with you, Rowan. What do you think about that? And what does it tell you about yung future nitong Unholy Union? So, they may have lost. Pero I don't think it will really hurt them. Kasi it's just one loss. They lost their title, pero eventually they will get the rematch naman. So, I don't think uh, that means the end for them. I mean, kind of kakumpisa lang nila sa main roster. So... Igochino, does it tell you anything now? Oh, these guys showed up on SmackDown as champions upon getting drafted, then no. boom, wala na agad. No, they got time to tell the story, like Rowan said. They, I mean, look, you money in the back is right there. Right? So they have a few weeks to establish the story. Rowan just said they are also owed a rematch clause. So therein lies a wrinkle in the story. Why don't we just make this a three-way, right? They do this all the time. So I'm not really worried for them. I'm not worried that they might fade into obscurity here. I'm only just excited for how they can tell this story better. Because they are introducing Alba and Isla to the larger uh, wrestling audience here on SmackDown. women's tag team on the main roster. If they're going to break this two up, Parang, okay, wala nang totoong tag team. <laughs> Kukunti lang lalo yung women's tag team. I think hindi problema yung no, no, no. I mean, ng tag team eh. Kasi they can easily just make tag teams. Like, look at Liv and Raquel. They're not really a, a tag team, di ba? So, yeah, pero may history na rin sila. And they became champions together. So they oh. technically kind of are a tag team already. You've got damage control. That's two. You've got the KC's. The Unholy Union, Ronda and Shayna, Sonia and Chelsea, that's at least six. Shotzi and whoever. <laughs> yeah, whoever she gets uh, paired uh, up with. Uh, you've got uh, The Way. The so Way, that's yes. At least seven. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I guess it makes sense to have the women's tag team champions on the main roster because, in theory, uh, Ronda and Shayna have much more to play with over there, right? Yeah. All right, let's cap things off here with Emil's pick of the week, which is not even 12 hours old as we're recording this. It's the IWGP US Championship rematch between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay from Forbidden Door. So Emil was hyped out coming to this match because of... Uh, the star power coming from both of these guys. Will Ospreay brought back his old theme song, Elevated, and Kenny also came out to Devil Sky, his NJPW theme. So that made a lot of NJPW fans pop. I popped for Devil Sky. Napansin kore na, as Emil points out here, the match was more violent because of the uh, the bloodshed from both guys. Yung tipong, as, as the blood was on the canvas, I was thinking to myself, I think MJF is really happy he went on first. Because he likes to make jokes about not wanting to wrestle in a ring where John Moxley's blood is all over the place. Um, he also noticed that there were more spots in this one. And... Uh, I'm gonna agree with what Emil uh, Emil's next point is because I thought the match was too long. Um, I'll be honest with you two. I kind of got lost somewhere in the middle, and they only brought me back in when Don Callis came back and reintroducing Screwdriver. And even then, kala ko tapos na. So the fact that it went another ten minutes after the Screwdriver stick, uh, where Will Ospreay cheats with Don Callis's help, I was like, fuck! How much longer is this match gonna last? So even Emil says that Don Callis wasn't even needed at all. And he expects, see Emil, that there's going to be a rubber match at All In at Wembley Stadium. And I, I think that's the only way to go because you need a rubber match after what went down at Wrestle Kingdom and at Forbidden Door. So I know both of you guys saw the highlights. So tell me what stood out to you. I will agree with you guys when you said the blood was a little excessive. Uh, I for a Kenny Omega match. I'm damning to go. <laughs> like I, I, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I've seen a match with more blood in it when Kenny Omega is involved. Yeah, very uncommon. Um, I mean, I guess when he's fighting John Moxley. I mean, yes, of yeah. course, you want death match barbed wire shit, nila, Yes, but then it, all his New Japan stuff was pretty clean, quote unquote. It's not common in Japan, right? Outside of the death match uh, arenas. So I was very surprised that they were doing all this blading that they were doing in the ring. Uh, other than that, yes, it was a little excessive and it was a little long. So yung yung length hindi mo maramdaman kasi again, I I caught the abridged version online here. Uh, so I I can't really say. Maybe when I watch the whole card tonight after we record, it might feel the same way to me. But it's really the blood that stood out. Yeah, uh, I, I can't get the image out of my head where see Will Ospreay is, is wearing the crimson mask and then sa sobrang coagulated ng blood, it's dripping off of his head but it's also just hanging by a droplet. Yeah. Oh, I think this match is as brutal as the Wrestle Kingdom match they had this uh, earlier this year. Uh, flippy do uh, spot fest. What I liked about this, this is my favorite. Ko talaga. Look at you sounding like Jim Cornette using the term flippy do spot fest. <laughs> okay, I didn't know he uses that. <sighs> but, yeah, I mean, it's more of a... Well, anyways. Uh, you threw him off when you called him Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be compared to Welcome that. Welcome back, Rowan ASH. <laughs> uh, of all people, you compare me to. Anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, Flippy, flippy Do. Uh, yung pinaka favorite part ko is when Osprey slammed Kenny Omega's head on the hood of the commentary table. And diba, parang rarely naman siya ginagamit 
in wrestling when there's no disqualification matches. Because usually, tatapun lang siya, di ba? They actually use it as a weapon and and smash Kenny's head on it. And then, sa lahat ng mga impactful power moves, it added like so much drama to the match. Uh, I will watch later yung full length of the match. Baka mas ma-enjoy ko. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna tell people not to watch this match because it was one of the main attractions talaga on the card. And I guess what I appreciate is the fact that if they took it to this level at Forbidden Door, then they really better ramp it up to 100 at Wembley. So that uh, that should be really interesting. Uh, I guess the only thing that's uh, weird weird is the fact that Will Ospreay is still technically a New Japan talent. And that's, uh, the Wembley show is an AEW show. Right, so uh, I mean, I mean that hasn't stopped them from like booking anyone outside of AEW. I'm just saying, uh, you know, um, it, it's not a crossover show, unlike Forbidden Door uh, was a few hours ago. So there, uh, that was Emil's pick of the week. So again, just a quick recap of everybody's. I picked Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens dealing with the hot-headedness of KO. Ro picked Von Wagner's origin story from NXT. Rowan picked the uh, women's tag team unification match over on SmackDown. Chino uh, picked Seth versus Braun from NXT Gold Rush. And Emil picked Osprey Omega 2. Uh, we're going to be ending this episode here. But as always, if you have any picks of the week you'd like to contribute or send our way, if you want us, uh, want us to watch anything wrestling related, you can hit us up on TikTok and on Twitter. It is at Wrestling2XPod. Individually, if you want to follow us, it is at Chino Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, at Roiswar, and at EML underscore Meister. For me, it is at underscore Stan C. We'll catch you again on Thursday for our 600th episode, and it's also our Money in the Bank predictions episode. I know, Rowan, will you make it? Of course. Chino, will you make it? I will not make it. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> uh, since you're not going to make it, anything you want to plug for our listeners? Oh yeah, just check out comedy, comedy Manila. The reason I've been out, uh, I was waiting for Stand and Throw to me, but the reason I've been out is because Comedy Manila has stepped up so much in the past six months. We've been doing show after show after show, banger after banger. Shameless. We just closed out a seventeen hundred seat stay. Uh, sorry, theater in Samsung Theater uh, in Circuit Makati just last Saturday with the absolute mega best of Comedy Manila and we're not stopping there all the shows available at ComedyManila.ph yun lang alright so congrats to you guys on that uh, thank you by the way to our babyface producers from Podcast Network Asia for all of the work that they do behind the scenes and thank you to every patron subscriber listener uh, follower of the podcast you guys are the reason why we continue to do what we do nine years plus into the game we'll catch you on Thursday for episode number 600 on behalf of Rowan ASH and Chino Liao my name is Stan C reminding everyone to stay safe stay healthy and don't be a dick wrestling wrestling podcast out bye-bye peace peace the views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators hosts and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of podcast network asia the hosts of the program or other programs of the network any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.